Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat. This is the uh, podcast where you're going to hopefully get feel like you're in the shoes of a songwriter. Feel how it, feel how it sort of, see how it feels, you know, being in the shoes of a songwriter. So it's a pretty cool place to be, and it's something that is, I've found incredibly fascinating over the years um, as I've done it, and it's something that I've really enjoyed looking at, analysing, if you will, on these podcast episodes each week. If it's your first time here, don't, don't run, don't run away, analyse, ah, it's all right. This is definitely not much of a left brain activity here. These these are just, these episodes are laid back, a bit of fun, I'll tell you a few stories along the way, um, generally. Uh, it be interesting to see where tonight's one goes. Um, I, like, I like the song to lead the way, and that way I have discovered that it sort of, uh, by looking into it, discovering things about a creative thing, it is a good idea to delve in there creatively and sort of let the flow lead the way. Okay, tonight's song, um, we're going a long way back. We are going back to song number six, my original Green Book. Um, I see it was written in 1986. And um, just looking at the title looking at the chords it just takes me straight back there and isn't that the magic of a song we all know that whether whether we've written a song or just listening to the song um don't they just aren't they just brilliant like emotional bookmarkers in time takes it back and that's a great way to sort of find an old memory just that feeling of something um you know just whatever it is that you remember as a kid uh, I have a memory of the plum tree I used to sit in, and I can feel the bark right now as I'm climbing up and sitting in that tree and looking over at the school where I I used to play a lot of cricket in the big yard there, uh, backyard cricket. I'm from New Zealand. This is in Palmerston, North New Zealand I'm talking about, now living in Melbourne, Australia. So I'm going back a few years to my primary school days, but... I can tell you exactly how it felt to be sitting in my second to last year of primary school. That was standard three. Mr. Duncan was my teacher. And I remember we're talking about something I'd never even heard of, tsunamis, really. We were talking about Japan. It was doing studying Japan. And it was studying Japan. And it was the, the whole bullet train thing going on. And I remember back then it really... It was amazing to me to find out that Japan yeah, was the same size country as New Zealand because that's where I'm originally from. And back in Mr. Duncan's classroom, uh, while we were yeah, all busy, yeah, really listening about Japan and that, yep, um, we were just young and we had our eyes firmly on the box of cricket gear in the corner. And look, and as it crept closer to lunchtime and we knew we could go out and play for an hour, we, we kept out, we were just trying to sense the time because this is going back in time. Yeah, in the days before smart watches or, well, any watches at all. I went to school in, in sandals and shorts and more or less bare feet. And um, there wasn't even an electric bell. There was, there was this bell that someone had to go out and physically ring, you know, dong, dong. And at the first dong, there was this almighty scramble and rush because, well, Mr. Duncan didn't mind. He's my cricket coach, right? Oh, there were 12 guys. Going for the cricket gear, whoever got to the bats first, there were two of them, was going to be the batter first up. And from memory, that was the, the main focus of the morning uh, since the interval when we'd played cricket earlier on. And uh, I got to eat my lunch as well <laughs> at school. Just thinking about Japan, um, 
Uh, and fast forward now from that age to it's reminded me when I was 17, I was an exchange student to the United States of America, and there I meet. Uh, a very nice Japanese fellow. Just remember his name. It'll come to me in a minute, I'm sure. Akira? Akiro? Oh, wow. I'll look it up. Anyway, uh, there were about 200 exchange students who uh, we all descended on UCLA and NLA to uh, just get orientation, get our feet on the ground. And, you know, all these kids from all around the world, different languages, figured out pretty much we were all about the same. And it was such a good learning curve. And... Um, I mentioned this Japanese fellow, Akira. Oh, wow. Anyway, because he was a trumpet player. He saw me playing the piano. He took off to his room, came back. Within five minutes, we're banging out Beatles standards. And it was it was really, really great. So there you go. That's sort of backwards and forwards in time and that. And now I'll go to the time when I wrote this song. And I'm, I'm, join me here now. I was uh, working at piano services at the time, a piano shop. Uh, also, still mad on cricket <laughs> and about this stage of my life I I, um, I was 20 and I was itching to grow up um, having some relationships you know just sort of finding my way there um, and I really really loved my cricket and I was playing the piano a couple of nights a week and I was just working out whether I really had time in my life for a real job sorry Pat <laughs> my old boss Turns out I didn't, and what I wanted to do was get places as a songwriter, and I wasn't even sure where I, where, where I wanted to get, but it was somewhere, and it involved publishing these songs and getting those songs out there. And Anyway, about mid-morning at Piano Services, I had a massive headache, and I had to wander home. So join me now, wandering home, and past the old duck pond, was hot, past an old bloke there, out in the sun, old hat on, walked along, got home, lay down in the cool bed and just thought about things and wrote this song. And here's what happened. Roll it! Well, even doing what I think's right And I believe in doing good Believe in having fun And it doesn't need to hurt no one I don't believe it, no I don't believe what her best friend just said Just now I got homesick from work Someone's hot and beating down and as I lay in my cool bed, I recalled an old man I see in town. I said, I believe it's time I worked it out. What I'm doing, where I'm going, cause I don't want it 45. Wearing a bone coat and an old hat in the sun. You're my best friend now It's the way I want it anyhow But if heartache picks up on it too Then that's what heartache's gonna do I like to spend some in the sun I like to spend it with someone The one who's honey is sweet like you And I like 
like to say I think you do I believe we got some things we're down What we're doing Where we're going And it ain't worth worrying About an old man He's walking someplace down the road So there you go, old hat in the sun, short and sweet, yeehaw, sort of a song, wasn't it? Um, I was just looking on the that, that demo, actually, that I recorded when I played the piano and sang. I see I did, uh, I'm looking at the old tape here, the old cassette, uh, 28 songs recorded just in an afternoon at the piano bar I was working at the time. And the most recent song I'd written, just looking at them, was Time Wheels. And so that was 91. I'd written about a couple of hundred songs by that stage. So between... 1986 and 91, a couple of hundred songs written, and that to me felt like forever, because, you know, I'd, I'd worked in a couple of long-term residencies, and I'd done a lot of learning, you know, played in top 40 bands and um, years, and then years in this piano bar I was playing at, and uh, with Paul Dredge, my mate, uh, who's, who's popped up time and again, as it's turned out in these um, episodes, but um, looking back now, that's just a blink of an eye, 1985 to 1991. And um, it's amazing, isn't it, how your perception of time changes. Okay, let's look at, back at the lyrics now. That's what I like to do. So, yeah, as I say, it's song number six. So, so uh, page number six of your songbooks, ladies and gentlemen. Old Hat in the Sun. Yeah, 1986. Early, early 1986. Okay. I believe in doing what I think's right. I believe in doing good. I believe in having fun, and it doesn't need to hurt no one. So what have I done? Yeah, I've hurt someone. <laughs> I don't believe it. No, I don't believe what I heard my best friend just said. Okay, when you're young and silly, you know, silly things happen. You're just finding a way. I think, you know, this is part of growing up in it, eh? We, we, we hurt and we cause pain. We don't mean to. These things happen. I believe in doing good. You do the best we can, we're all making mistakes. Okay, moving on. Just now I got home sick from work. So there we go, that was that was piano services. Yeah, the sun was hot and beating down. And as I lay in my cool bed, I recalled an old man I'd seen in town. And I said, I believe it's time I worked it out. So, oh, I think I, sat up, I would have sat up in bed. You know, that declaration now. I believe it's time I worked it out at the, the old age of 20 or whatever I was. <laughs> 21. What I'm doing, where I'm going. Because I don't want to be 45, wearing an old coat and an old hat in the sun. And that is funny because, well, I'm not 45 now, more than that. And I'm not going to tell you how much more than that I am. But um, back then, 45 obviously sounded a bit older. And I did, I do think, yeah, I could I could see that, that you know, what was the point with the old coat and the old hat in the sun? Well, I could see that the fellow wasn't um, happy, you know, he wasn't wearing like just summer clothes it was hot he the height the height of summer and he was wearing yeah wintry sort of clothes so i wanted to get my act together desperate to do that there you go there's a word it looks like you're my best friend now who that my girlfriend that's the way i want it anyhow mm-hmm. but if heartache broke that bond in two then that's what heartache's gonna do well really telling it like it is I wonder who i showed this song to back then <laughs> 
I like to spend days in the sun. I like to spend them with someone, one whose honey is sweet like you. I'd like to say, I think you'll do. Okay, fair enough. I was in love. I believe we've got some things worked out. So here's the optimistic me. What we're doing, what we're, where we're going, and it ain't worth worrying about an old man. He's walking someplace down the road. So I was imagining he's moved on. Yeah, maybe, maybe he'll just take that old coat off and just enjoy that sunshine. Hope he did. I don't believe it, no. I don't believe what I heard my best friend just said. So that memory of disturbing my best friend was really obviously biting at me. It was, wasn't going to let go like an old bit of a dog. So there you go. It was, it was a chapter of events. I'm, I'm not going to go into too much detail about what went on back then out of, you know, you know, out of respect for the people involved and that sort of thing. A long time ago. But look, growing up's hard. And growing up hurts sometimes. And uh, being human, interesting experience, isn't it? We all have our moments, even after all these years. And looking back, I just think it's just so funny. I wanted to have it all organized at 21. <laughs> oh, dear. Hey, I'll tell you something funny happened. So I like this song, right? And I like I like the beat. I remember demonstrating this to the band, Paul Dredge, um, at the old flat where I was living in. And we were in this room, the bedroom, and we had all the, all the gear all set up. And I said, guys, guys, I've got this old song. I really want to do it. Um, I tried to explain it. Got these blank looks. Paul had half a smile on his face because he knew it. And uh, anyway, the best I can do is I'll just dem- demo it. I'll play it. So I was going, I believe I do it. I believe in doing it. I think it's right all the way through. And then... I don't believe it, no. Don't believe it. I have a best friend just said. And as I did that, I looked around. The guys weren't in the room with me anymore. That all snuck out and abandoned me halfway through because I'm pretty sure good old Earl, he wasn't too keen on this particular song. And that was that. Didn't hurt me too much, digger. <laughs> pretty funny, really. Okay. Love memories like that. So so the that's the joy of writing songs. That's one of the joys is uh, when you write, or the way I write, um, incorporate a lot of memories. And so when I play and sing them, it's easy to get in the song. I, I'm never sort of just, oh, here we go, sing you into my songs again. It's not. I can't help but get inside the song because I know the backstory. Okay, so there's the thing as a songwriter. Whatever you're writing, um, look, it is possible to write songs without really uh, this sort of approach. And that, that's fine. I've, e- I've even done it once or twice under pressure. But it just, it's not nearly as rewarding. I reckon it's really great to really, really feel something and make that the basis of your songwriting uh, effort. Yeah, and because I, I think listening audiences pick up on that, they, they know there's more. So yes, back then, desperate to get the world sorted, and very, very, very keen to progress as a songwriter and get my songs known and that sort of thing. So, you know, fast forward to now. That's partly what I'm doing now. You know what? This song has been in the old green book in my cupboard for well, it's 2021 now. <laughs> that was 1986, so yeah, do the math. That, that's uh, that's a few years ago, isn't it? So now there you go. You've had a little peek into my life, you know, the backstory and that sort of thing. Uh, that's kind of blown me away. It's been that long. 
Okay, musically speaking, like I just said. So it started out with this... isn't it how, how do you come up with that well old hat in the sun i just i just feel like there would be boom chuck boom chuck boom chuck boom that 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 was the rhythm that came to me first back then uh and then i just oh that's all right but i stumbled across that okay what do i have a words the words i was a words first music person sort of guy back then for sure uh believe in doing what i think's right i be, so there's a rhythm look for the rhythm in the words I believe in doing what I think's right. Sure, you could go, I believe in... Yeah, different kind of song, right? Doing what I think's right. This one, I believe in doing what I think's right. And I think there was something honest about the vocal mallet, the delivery and the melody. It's almost spoken word kind of thing. I'd love to record this properly one day because let's face it there was a bit of a bit of an old demo wasn't it that i'd love to do it it'd be such good fun with a band i believe in doing what i think's right yeah i believe in doing good i believe in having fun and it doesn't need to hurt no one <laughs> and then the punch bit of a like punchline big thing a big thing i don't believe it no it's a bit dramatic g minor I don't believe what I heard my best friend just said. Yeehaw. Sort of hold down, isn't it? That sort of thing. So uh, maybe that harks back to me going back into back to America back when I was 17. I went, where did I go? I went to Wyoming out west. So maybe that had an effect on me. <laughs> a bit of a hold down sort of a song. Got to the chorus. Oh, believe it's time I worked it out. Back to the minor chord where I'm going And yet another minor chord Cause I don't want to be 45 When all the chord So I really like those chords I wanted to draw attention to I wanted to draw attention to all the words But saying that there's probably three parts to this song Here you go, just looking at it now There's the verses right? And there's a big thing that's biting at me Don't believe it my best friend just said and then this part this rundown I don't want to be 45 wearing old coat and then we're back and an old hat in the sun yeehaw okay look, so yeah that's basically it What what is the melody a bit rough wasn't it So that was a very rough sort of melody I picked out there. I won't worry about that too much because, yeah, it's not one of the world's great melodies, let's face it. <laughs> it suited the song, though, yeah, because of the style of song, because it was sort of spoken word. Matter of fact, you know, I, I, what I was doing there, I was laying it down. I was saying, this is how I feel, this is a statement, and this this is sort of a, a thing in time. And as a songwriter, um, picking out something that is 
really in your mind bursting to come out is a good place to start. So I, in fact, I'd say, yeah, the first place to start. Just, just take a moment. I want to write a song. What's going to be? Okay, I'm going to do it right now. Here we go. wasn't planning this, but I see musically speaking, there wasn't a lot going on to get into there. I could, I could go in there further and I may yet. But what am I feeling right now? Okay, tell you the truth, what I'm feeling is I'm just feeling that I'm sort of the last few years as a songwriter, it's been creeping up on me for a while. Here we go. I set out to be sort of model myself on Elton John when I was younger. And I really, really wanted a record contract and all that sort of stuff. But look, let's face it, small town New Zealand, I didn't know really, I didn't know how to begin to do that. So I started four-track recording with Paul. Four-track, that's just really basic recording. And, you know, Paul and I are still recording together, which is really cool. And that that, that we've opened that door again um, just the last couple of weeks because Paul's got some recording gear. And we've been shooting back some song backwards and forwards some songs between melbourne and palmerston north new zealand so stand by we, we've we paul recorded some songs with me and wrote them last time he was in melbourne some years ago before covid and uh it's about five from that particular week and we've we've got about four we've just written now so i sort of jumped to that because i wanted to say that yes i stuck with my songwriting and I, I've, I, at my age, though, I'm just letting go. It's been a letting process of letting go. This is in my blog this week of redefining my goals. So the goals I had when I was 20 here, those to my old head and the sun, some of those goals are still, are still hanging on in my heart. Um, do I want a record deal? I don't know. I, a publishing deal, perhaps? Is that what it is? You know, I'm not a businessman. But yes, I would like to... I'd love to be sharing these songs like I'm doing now. Uh, what am I doing? Looking for someone to sing them. That'd be nice. You know, the singers that want to sing these songs. I'm going to be doing a lot of finished version of these songs. It's a way of giving them some fresh air. So back to my thing. I was going to write a song, wasn't I, about that? Here it is.
There you go. So um, that's how you write a song, people. I always, <laughs> that's what it's all about. Now, I don't know if that one was any good. I'll have a listen back. But what the, what was good about it was some feeling and a little light went on. <laughs> that's why I picked out that light in the window sort of thing part way. I didn't know what I was writing about when I first started it. It was just a feeling and I sort of, I mean, I was winging the whole thing, the lyrics and everything. So, you know, you could go back and tidy up a few things. Couple of unexpected, me, a couple of unexpected chords in there, perhaps. But overall, I liked it, and there was that moment where I wanted to say. I suddenly realised what I was going to say. It was a good feeling because I thought, "Yeah, man, I'm going to say." Don't leave you. And I thought the key's going to be an A in one day. I thought minor, and I'm going to run back and have another go. And and these are the things you think 
you're thinking of. So yes, there's that whole technical, yes, getting around the chords, getting around, where's it going sort of thing. In that case, I was, I was, I was just thinking so much on the fly because I realized I was improvising, you know, I was improvising the whole thing. When I do a song, normally I don't put the pressure on to sort of go from woe to go, go to woe, um, in one effort like that. But, you know, look, sometimes it has happened. This song here. I won't play the whole thing, but it's called Albertine. And I think that's probably one of my better melodies. You can hear it on the unfolding. You can stream it. That one came in one hit. And I went, hey, better record that. And it came again. And that was the way it happened. And and the recorded version is on the album. So I'm very, very grateful for when that happens like that. Maybe I think there was something in that song. I don't know. Maybe I'd love to. I think I, I think already I think I'd like to do a version of that song with my mate Paul Dredge sometime. How about it, Digger? Was it any good? <laughs> I'm going to listen back to now. Here's the thing. You see, I'm, I'm doing this in real time. I haven't listened back. Maybe I'm going to listen back and think, yeah, that's a poly, you know what? <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Why? Because it gave me, it just gave me such a good feeling to write it because a number of things happened. Uh, I had on the idea of visiting myself back from now, going back in time, so I got to be a time traveller, and that is a good feeling, as well out of today, gone, wasn't thinking about what happened earlier today with the, the painting, yeah, the, the sky could have gone better, and having trouble with the computer, and this, I wasn't thinking any of that, I was miles away, and I was so lost in the art, and you know, after all these years, um, that is number one for me, and I'm so happy that I cho- I have chosen this path of being an artist. I'm not a businessman. I'm trying my best. Look, I made I made a living. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I don't know. I sold about five thousand CDs back when that was the day, just within a few years. And you know, I got albums out there, thirteen albums, and just uh, I've got a you know I got a bit going on. I got a rock band, and we've got another album. Oh, we got an album out called The Roughest Cut that I really love. You can check that one out online if you like. Got another album coming up with Paul shortly. The band are working on another album. I'm a painter. Yeah, I'm doing all kinds of things. Who knows? Maybe one day I'll get myself a publishing deal. <laughs> I don't even know how to go about doing that. Isn't that funny? Maybe to a degree, I have talked to Paul about this, my mate, songwriting buddy. It's good to have someone to talk about, by the way. It's someone to talk about. Someone to talk with and share stuff with understands what you're going through and that. So, you know, finding other songwriters, if you can... We're, we can be quite solitary beasts, you know, but if you can find other songwriters to talk to, you know, join groups and that sort of thing and, and share your feelings and, you know, and, and, and business sense as well, you know, then, then you might stumble across managers and things like that. My life uh, so far has been a very, very creative one. Uh, oh, look, I've loved every minute. Thanks for sharing 30 minutes of it with me. I hope you've enjoyed Old Hat in the Sun. Um Look out for another version, I think, one day. Maybe not too far away. I I would love to do that. Hope you're having a great week. And this is Pete Pascoe signing out. Bye-bye. And as I lay in my coffin, I recalled an old man of Stephen Town. I said, I believe it's time I worked it out. What I'm doing, where I'm going, cause I don't want it 45. Where it's 
Yeah, no, had him, sir. Uh-huh. 